if Christ can forgive every sin, then what urgency is there to obey all the time? That's a question that either you know, a lot of people or you might have explicitly thought or kind of been implied in some of our lives. And it's certainly implied when you talk about Christianity because as Christians, we don't believe you get to heaven or earn God's rewards by obeying. We believe you get there solely by placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And we believe that Jesus, because of his death on the cross, burial, and resurrection, can forgive any sin that we have except for the sin of rejecting him as our Savior. And so that has led a lot of us and a lot of people to kind of treat Christ and treat following God without a sense of urgency. You know, it kind of comes along, it looks something like this. You know, you go, man, I, you know, I can go go out on Friday because I can get right on Sunday. That sort of mentality of, it's okay if I have this little pet thing, this pet sin on the side, because Jesus will forgive me anyways for it. And that then raises the question, what really is the urgency for Christians to be faithfully following God and obeying God? That's the question that the author of Hebrews is bringing up. That's the question that his audience was bringing up. And he's going to address that as Christians, we actually do have a large reason to obey Christ. I mean, first you should be obeying Christ, and he doesn't talk about this, but first you should be obeying Christ simply out of the love and thanks that he died on the cross for our sins. But there's more to that, and there's a stern warning here that we really don't bring up a lot in church, but may, maybe we should because the author of Hebrews brings it up. And he says, he starts off in verse 26, and we know that he's talking to Christians for several reasons. One, he says we in verse 26 which, he, in other words, he's talking about the church and he's talking about himself. He's, he says it's people who have knowledge of the truth. That's Christians. He says, And then he says in verse um, 29, it's people who have been sanctified by the blood of Christ. Well, that's Christians too. And so he says, if a Christian, if we go on sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, that no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment, and the fury of fire which will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severe a punishment do you think will deserve someone who has trampled under the foot the Son of God? And so he starts off and he says, if, if a Christian willfully sins, this isn't an accident, this is not a one-off, every now and then, stub your toe, you messed up. He's saying if a Christian knowing that something's a sin, and willfully continues to go in that sin, he says there is actually um, a form of judgment to come. And he brings up the pattern of the Old Testament. So let me explain that real quickly. In the Old Testament, there were certain sins that people could do that they couldn't just go to the temple and sacrifice an animal and it would be over. No, the punishment was more severe than just a sacrifice. The punishment could be even up to the death of the person themselves. That didn't mean the person was lost. That didn't mean the person went to hell. That just meant that the person did not have um, any way of physically bringing himself a good life after he did that willful sin. 
that there was a physical consequence to the decision to willfully disobey God as a part of God's people. And he says in verse 29, if that was the type of punishment for Israelites over the old covenant before Jesus came, if the punishment for willfully disobeying God on a continual basis, when you know it's a sin, was the taking away of physical blessings and even physical punishments, how much more severe, he says, do you think God is going to treat a Christian who does that? Because if a Christian does that, it's like you are trampling underfoot Jesus himself. That you have regarded as, un as, as unclean the blood of the covenant by which was sanctified, and you have insulted the spirit of grace. I don't know about you guys if you're listening, if you're a believer, but the thought of me physically standing over Jesus and stomping on him and kicking him and bashing him in the teeth sends a pit of welling up in my stomach. I can't stand that thought. And what the author of Hebrews is basically telling us is that if we know something's a sin and we continue to do that as Christians, that's basically what we're doing to Christ. That's, we're, in, we're kicking Jesus in the teeth and we're insulting the Holy Spirit that's inside of us. And he warns us that God does not take that lightly. Now, that doesn't mean that he'll take away your salvation. That doesn't mean that what somebody who's truly believing in Jesus Christ could still go to hell if they do that. What he's saying is that just like when the Old Testament, where these people had physical consequences as a result of not behaving like the people of God, we can face physical consequences in our lives as the people of God by choosing to not, when we're not willfully following him, when we're choosing purposefully a sin over God. And that in itself is terrifying. And I think that's probably why we don't talk about it that much in churches. But really what that is, is not an act as much of wrath, which it kind of is. It's an act of justice, but it's also an act of grace. It's an act of grace to wake us up to the fact that we don't need to do that anymore. Because if, if those physical consequences come and we realize that this willful sin that we're engaging in is a problem, if we fall on our knees before Christ, he'll forgive us. And that's the great part about it. So the, so the answer to the question, why is it so important as a believer in Jesus Christ, if Christ can forgive every sin, why is it so important for us to keep following him? We've answered that, you should certainly do it out of your love for him, but also the knowledge that a Christian who chooses sin over God insults God to his face, and he does not take that lightly. He's not going to take away your salvation for it, but he will make your life here not very fun. And so what we can do today, man, if you feel like we need to pray, ask God, hey, is there a part in my life, something in my life that is a willful sin that I've been clinging to? Ask God, reveal that to me and, and repent of that willful sin. Go give it completely to Jesus who will forgive you. And be thankful, praise God, that you 
has the grace to forgive any sin we do.